0: This podcast audio is from episode two. How can you be happy when you're cut from your high school baseball team? From my YouTube channel, Being Happy Anyway with Glenn. Also available on Instagram, Facebook, and my website, beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. What do you do when you're excluded from an activity that you were really looking forward to doing? Maybe what seems like a missed opportunity is a chance for you to participate in a different way. I have always loved baseball. My first memory of it was when I was a second grader in Safford, Arizona, and my teacher Hope Reeder passed me out a little flyer, as well as to all the students in the class, at least probably all the boys back then, about Little League Baseball. I remember running home to my house and telling my mom and dad that I wanted them to sign me up. Luckily for me, they did. I hadn't had a whole lot of experience with baseball. And during that season, the only contact I made, bat on ball, was a foul ball I hit on one of the last games of the season. But that didn't deter me. And I continued to play Little League baseball or some version of it all the way through my junior year in high school. The older I got, the harder it was to find a league that would allow me to play because most of the leagues are for kids. As I got into high school, I was, I believe, the smallest person in my whole high school. I was four foot nine and about 85 pounds. I loved sports, not just baseball, but all sports. And I love being on a team and participating. But my freshman year, I was just too nervous and too small and I didn't sign up for anything. But as I headed into my sophomore year, I thought maybe there's some sports as small person can do. I went out for the men's gymnastics team. I wasn't very good, but I was a part of the team, and I enjoyed that. Then I decided to do cross-country. You're just running, and size didn't matter much, and everybody made the team. Matter of fact, the motto at Ignatia Valley High School was there's no bench in cross-country which I think meant two things. One, everybody participates. And two, you don't get to sit and rest on the bench in the middle of your run. Then I went out for the wrestling team. And that wasn't so bad because you wrestled people your own size. But I did not have the nerve to try out for football or basketball or baseball because of my size and just feeling I wasn't good enough. Well, finally, I decided as I was getting bigger that I would go out for the high school baseball team. I tried out, I was nervous, I was negative in my own head. I thought they'll never choose me, but I want to make it and I think I'm good enough. I think the tryouts were about three or four days long and I remember one of the days I struck out and I was so upset, I just left the practice and went home. Just sort of an impulsive, sometimes negative teenage kid. But I went back the next day and continued the tryout. Anyway, the day came when they put that full paper up, right? With the names of the people that made the team on the locker room door. And I looked for H's for Glenn Heap and I wasn't there. I thought, well, maybe he put me on at the end or it's not an ABC order. And I looked at the end, I wasn't there. I looked over one more time and I wasn't on the team. I thought, ah, figures. And I was upset, I was sad thought, man, I had prayed that I wanted to play baseball and I wanted to pray with my friends. I really wanted that to come through and I was disheartened. Anyway, my senior year came and i remember thinking gosh i wish i could play baseball this next summer and now that my senior year is ending there's no leagues that allow kids to play after they're through it with high school but somehow some way i came across a flyer that said walnut creek youth athletic association baseball league and as i looked through it it gave me the impression that maybe you could still play after your senior year I got the address. I saw that it cost $50. I had never played in that league before. I used to play in the city of Concord where I lived in a league called the Junior Optimist League. But I had aged out of that league. So I drove over with the $50 that I had earned delivering newspapers, the Contra Costa Times in the East Bay of the San Francisco Bay Area. I drove over with my money and I went to the front office and I said, I'd like to sign up for this league. Am I too old? And they said, oh no, I give my driver's license you can still play I said great can you sign me up for one of the teams and they said oh the teams are full I said the teams are full like yeah she said you know I can't sign you up for a team I thought maybe you had your own team so I thought real quick on my feet because I really wanted to play I said oh I I, I have my own team And she says, Well, do you have the roster? It's the players. And I said, Well, could you give me a roster and I can fill it out and I can come back in the next uh, few days with that roster? Would that work? Yes, but you need a complete payment, you know, $50 per boy. I said, Okay. So I went home and thought, I think I know some kids that would want to play. So I talked to my friends, some friends that I had played in a league or two before, other friends that just loved sports, but had never really played on an organized team. I thought it'd probably be fun for them to play and it'd be fun for me to play with them. And then I remember talking to my friend Mark and he said, you know, Glenn, you should ask Randy Henniger to play. My friend Mark played for our high school team. He was a good baseball player. And Randy had played with us the year before on another team. And Randy had pitched a no-hitter. And he said, you should invite Randy to play. And I said, Okay, that's probably a good idea. But that night I went and I took the roster up to Walnut Creek Youth Association. At least the names that I had so far, I had about 10. And they said to me, okay, great. Do you have all the money? And so I gave them all the money. I had to front the money because a lot of my friends didn't have it at that point. But I had that paper route. So I like emptied my life savings to be able to play for the baseball team. And they said, okay, and what's the name of your team? oh i hadn't even thought of that my good friend mark and i used to watch the reruns of leave it to beaver and we thought it was sort of funny and silly and innocent and so i said we'll be the beavers and so she wrote beavers on there and then she said who's the coach i had not thought of that i was caught off guard i said i'm the coach she said well What do you mean you're the coach? I said, haven't you heard of player coaches before? I can coach. They're my friends. And it'll work out just fine. She said, no, we need an adult. I said, well, I'll be 18 on July 3rd. She said, no, you know, really, we prefer coach to be not just 18, but preferably 21. I said, why is that? Why can't I coach and why can't soon-to-be 18-year-old coach? And she said, well, there's liability issues. And and besides that, you're going to be out there with a bunch of your friends. There's going to be a bunch of cussing, a bunch of smoking and drinking and smoking a pot. You know, we used to call weed pot or grass. She said, and it's just not going to be safe. And uh, it's against our policy. Well, I was insistent. I really wanted to play. And I said, well, you're in luck. I'm a Mormon kid. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't smoke grass. And I don't even cuss that much. So you're in luck. And these are my friends, and I can talk to them, and they'll be all right. She saw I was insistent. She said, well, all right, I'm going to give you the phone numbers to the other coaches. You can call the other coaches. And if they all agree that you can coach, you know, I'll check with my supervisor, but maybe we'll let you do it. So I said, okay, thanks. So I went home and I called all the coaches and I talked to them and reassured them that we would be good sports and we would get along, we'd be cooperative, we wouldn't argue and cuss and be drinking, etc. cetera. And the coaches, I don't know how, but they all agreed to it. Maybe they thought it would be a sure win to, to play us since we were joining the league a little bit late. I went back to school and I told the guys. And then Mark said, Hey, uh, did you get Randy signed up yet? And I said, I like Randy. And Mark did too. And I said, They told me no smoking or drinking. And, and they don't want people smoking pot there. And I said, You know, Randy's a little bit of a stoner. You know, he, he likes to um, smoke out a lot. And I'm worried that he's not going to listen to me. And Mark said, I, You know what? I think he will. And I just thought in my heart, I gosh, I was almost rejected from playing. Mark probably knows Randy would want to play. Just give him a chance. So I went up to Randy. I think we had math together. I told him about the Beavers, and I told him that Mark and I had talked and that we really would like him to play on our team, that we invited him to play for the Beavers. I didn't know how he was going to react to me, sort of this little kid. I know we had played on a team before and we had actually been on the wrestling team before, but we weren't really close. He smiled. He was happy. He said, yeah, I want to play. I said, no, Randy... There's a condition, though, and I'm going to have a team meeting with everybody. I'm the manager, and they're concerned that there's going to be drinking and smoking pot and cigarettes there, and they can't have that. And if that happens, they're just going to kick us out of the league. I was just wondering, would you be okay from refraining from those things during our games and right after the game? Do you okay? So then later I had a team meeting and I told everybody about the conditions and we were just so excited to play that everybody agreed to that. And so we organized our practices and we we weren't very good, but a few of us could play a little bit and we were teaching the others and we were just having a lot of fun playing baseball. Then the time came for our team picture. We got our uniform, found out who our sponsor was. It's Walnut Creek Janitorial Service. We thought that was just great because we remembered in the Bad News Bears, their sponsors was Chico's Bell Bonds. And it just felt like that. But they gave us a uniform, which was the opposite color of our high school, meaning that our high school in Asia Valley was powder blue and gold. Our rival Northgate was a red or maroonish red and gold. Uh, That was our color, our rival high school's colors. But we got those and And we had our team picture. Not too many people showed up because it was early in the morning. I have a scrapbook of these events. That's why I can remember dates and times. Our picture was at 7.55 on the morning on June 2nd only about half the team showed up, but that's okay. And the season started and we had lots of fun. I'll do another little episode where I bring a couple of the beavers on and we can tell you some of the fun things that we did. After the games, we would go get pizza at Schipollini's Pizza and drink root beer or go to Schnitzel, And we had a lot of fun. Another team from a high school after they heard that we had joined and we were sort of the teetotaling team, another team from a high school joined the league and they named themselves the Brewers because they liked to drink. They had an adult coach. They didn't do it and get trouble there. They would wait until after the game. They became a little bit of our rivals. And guess what? In the second to the last game of the season, we beat them six to five. Steve Comerford scored the winning run. That was our only win. We were one win and 14 losses, but it was fun to beat our little rival high school team that joined the league. As years passed, I was just grateful that that opera something I wanted deep in my heart to play with my friends, that it worked out for me. And I think that if I had made the high school team, I would have rode the bench anyway. And since I was the coach, I got to play shortstop and lead off and pitch a little bit. <laughs> Because who is going to tell me no? It always remained a good memory. So I'll show you a picture of our team that I told you only about half the guys showed up. You can see how goofy we are. I'm holding a sign that says Beaver Fever. You see right in front of my feet, I'm the guy in the middle with the hard helmet on with the B that it says there's the Walnut Creek Youth Athletic Association. There's our sponsor, Walnut Creek Janitorial. Mark is behind me. He's the one that encouraged me to invite Randy, and I'm glad that. I did Randy kept all the rules and had a lot of fun with us and we became friends but then years passed and it was the year 2016 and I'm going to share my screen now and on April 4th 2016 I received this message from Randy Henniger Glenn, who would guess you would become a therapist? So we had just friended you on Facebook, okay? So we hadn't spoken before this. I bet you're wonderful at it. I know when you invited me to play for the Beavers baseball team, you saw something good in me that I didn't realize at the time. Such a good group of non-stoners. Good news, I've been a member of AA since 1982. And then I'll continue on. And he said, I finally married seven years ago and better late than never. We have a two and a half year old boy that I'm going to make sure gets to know the beeve and good sportsmanship like we had on the Beavers baseball team. It's good to see survivors of the class of 79 thriving as it appears you are here. I began to look at that beaver baseball experience a little differently when I got that message. And I realized that while beaver baseball was for me, and it gave me joy being with my friends and getting a chance to engage and participate and have fun, that it was also good at least for one other young man. He enjoyed being with this group of non-stoners, and it actually led him to think about maybe not relying so much on substances himself. On another episode, I'm going To bring randy on and we'll talk about it as well as that steve that i said scored the winning run and if i didn't mention earlier this is i don't know who took this picture but that's me at bat in my beaver uniform that particular game was at northgate high school that the rival school i told you about were wearing their colors we played at a couple other parks too this podcast and youtube channel is called being happy anyway with Glenn. And this story reminds me that even when we don't get what we want the moment we want it, to be big, to play on my high school team, to maybe one day play shortstop for the Dodgers or the Cubs or the Yankees, that being able to play with my friends and support each other and have fun was really all that I needed. And I hope that we can all find peace and we can find happiness and we can find joy. And sometimes to do that, we may have to get out there and ask, right? You got to ask ask and seek, you got to knock. I had to take my $50 with me to Walnut Creek. I had to read that flyer that came my way. I had to get some friends that wanted to play. I had to talk them into letting me be the player coach. I had to talk to my friends about the importance of us not smoking and drinking and cussing too much after the game. But guess what? It all worked out. And it's a wonderful, wonderful memory. And it's part of the inspiration for me making this channel. Because I can say to myself, who am I? I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm not Dr. Laura. I'm not Brene Brown. Who am I to make some video off a fuzzy Zoom out of my house? Who's going to watch this? And who's going to care about you? And well, I'm making this channel for the same reason I did Beaver Baseball. I like to participate. I want to have fun. I want to feel some joy. And I'm going to share the joy. If beaver baseball helped a couple of other young men have some fun maybe this channel and maybe this story can help others find happiness in their own way in their own time in their own life play ball it is now time for our sing-along i'm wearing my brooklyn dodger cap number 42 for jackie robinson Edith fields is in the background and we're gonna sing take me out to the ball game don't worry i don't know how to sing either but that never stopped me. This is a version by Carly Simon from Ken Burns' documentary on baseball, which I absolutely love. It starts out, Katie Casey was baseball man. But let me
1: get the YouTube video going here, okay? Katie, Katie Casey was baseball, was baseball man. man. She had Got the, the things fever things. and she had it bad. Just, Just to root, root for, for the hometown, hometown. Every cent that Katie spent On one Saturday her young beau Called to see if she'd like to go To see a show But Miss Kate said no I'll tell you what you can do Take me out to the ball The crowd, buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I ever get back, cause it's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball. Casey saw all the games, knew all the players by their first names, told the umpire he was wrong all along, and she was strong. When the score was two to two, Katie Casey, she had the clue to cheer on the boy. She knew just what to do. She made everyone sing the song. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I do not care if I ever get back. Cause it's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old.
0: can find the video version of this podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or on the website beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. This channel does not provide therapeutic advice. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional medical diagnosis or treatment. Please seek advice with licensed therapists in your area.